stand-up I passed at a club and were you like I'm addicted to this I did well, you have an, I had no idea the beginner's luck that I had so I got right. past the club that night that I got past the club I went out uh, with uh, Paul Reiser mm-hmm. he, and he's telling me that he's gonna be a huge star and mm-hmm. this guy he's just right. a nerdy right. Jewish guy who's right. on me and he ordered gravy and french fries and I was like who eats Ew. that and he goes oh no it's you're gonna see it's gonna become all the rage was this at the comic strip this was at no, good times. Oh, yes! And then, so I, after that night, I did stand up four more times. All four times I bombed, and then I developed such terrible stage fright, I right. went back on stage. So it was ten years later, I went back to doing stand up. Basically, it was on a, it was a dare. Somebody dared right. me. And I went and did it as a dare. It was at Triple N. Mm-hmm. Triple N? Yeah, it's Triple N. Dartboard was ten feet from mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And um, I had been writing my act. Right. You know, right, my act right. was ready to go. So, did you keep this desk job, this catering job, until you started making money doing stand-up? No, I, I kept the desk job until, you know, I, I, some shit went down and I got fired and I tried to do just the stand-up. Frank actually was making more money at the time, so he was like... Oh, that's unusual for a male comic. Well, he was taking me out on the road as, right. you know, and, and whatnot, but it, it, was, it, was, it, it wasn't really working. And then when the phone would ring for me, there'd be tension between us, and if the phone, you know... He, does he still do stand-up? He does. Okay. He still does stand-up. I love him. All right, so what, how, how come he got fired? Um... Do you, how long is the show? Well, it's fascinating. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's if it's good, it, I mean, it goes on and on. Go. If I have to leave, this is, which I this, will soon, then I'll have to I'll get. I'll pay for your car over there. Go. All right. So that I got. I it was a terrible working situation. I had when I left this job, four people replaced me. But I was there was one big big event. It was for Capitol Records when people still mm-hmm. had bought records. Right. And it was it was going to save the hotel. It was certainly going to save the catering budget. And we had, uh, you know, it was rooms and, and room service mm-hmm. and meetings. It was so much money coming in. And the, the philosophy of that hotel was if you could fix it, you fixed it and did, you didn't have to get permission. Right. So one night we're doing the big gala end of the, uh, end of the conference thing. And um, I have... Um, I have uh, Amy Lou Harris, and I have Vanilla Ice, and I have, awesome. I want to say Meatloaf. We had these, mm-hmm. these were the people performing, right. because it was Capitol Records. And Meat, uh, 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 Vanilla Ice came in and did the soundtrack. I did, I did uh, Rachel versus Guy with him. Go ahead. Oh, did you? Yes. All right, so he, uh, he came in, and the, you know, the soundtrack is important, because right. it's Capitol Records. And he's like, I don't care how it sounds, I just want to be the loudest. So, you know, every time, you know how a song is right. like, dun, 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 right. dun, dun. So you're feeling yeah. it in your, in your chest. Right. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. 
So that you don't pay attention. To anyway, because I was a chef, I didn't have a great relationship right. with the with the chef, with the with the actual chef. Okay. Because he'd say he couldn't do something, and I'd say, "Yes, really? you can." I put yeah. on a I put on an apron, and I right. and I do. So we didn't have a great relationship, and at that point, it was so bad that I wasn't even allowed in the kitchen. So it's two, and this is a big, high profile event. I'm watching two hundred plates come out, two hundred plates, and it's chicken, and I'm watching two hundred plates of chicken go back. Now, when chicken goes back, no one wants it again. Do you know what I mean? A mm-hmm. steak you could take back, you could recook, right. but chicken, nobody wants it again. And I had to think fast. And I mean, we're, we're talking about a PR nightmare. Right. I was, basically, 200 portions of undercooked chicken went out. So I went crazy. I grabbed all the Spanish guys I, you know, who all had relations right. in, in room service because they're, they're uh, you know, all their girlfriends and wives worked in housekeeping. Right. So we, we raped all of room service. Trump. And, and all of um, every table got Dom Perignon or ta, you know Tatanger right. and chocolate, and I—that's the only way I could fix it. Oh, I right. sugar them up and liquor them up, and I can fix this if I really. So they got and that. Free, and I basically whatever I could grab, and it, right. took, it took a little while. I saved. I saved the event. You are like the epitome of making lemonade. Not only that, but they're laughing, they're having fun, they were never supposed to dance, they're all up dancing, and the general manager calls me and he goes, you know, he was British, he goes, I can't believe you came up with that, you just, you completely pulled that one out. And um, I thought I was a hero, I thought I was a hero, so at the end of the night, the Capitol Records people said, come on, wanna, wanna, uh, want, you know, wanna take you out for a drink, and they had just changed the rules of the uh, hotel, you weren't allowed to drink with guests in the bars. But I didn't know you couldn't drink with the guests. Oh, that was rude. Right. Oh. Nice. I thought that was a gray area. I think so. I thought it was I thought it So that's what the paper. So I went up and I had a few drinks. Yes, but the thing was oh, at so about three o'clock in the morning I had certain uh, certain sundries delivered by unsavory characters who lived on 109th Street. Okay. And uh, apparently that was caught on uh, on video? security video. And apparently I was wearing nothing but a man's shirt and high heels when I Open the, the sundries. Sounds worth it. Sounds like it was a sort of kind of worth it. So it was, uh, yeah, that was the end. And okay. the funny thing was when I, uh, when Michael, the, uh, the the guy, the, the general manager, told me, he goes, he goes, um, I just want you to know you're uh, not allowed on the premises again. That's the one, that's the same person who said, had you never had, been how proud. did you do Ten that? years to But you know what? If a guy was fucking a, the, the woman, it would not be a fucking problem. Ten years to the day, I had to cross that threshold because that's where I take my Comedy Central. No way! That's hilarious! And they're like, do you want somebody to take you to makeup? I said, no, I know where makeup is. That is fucking... That, I know that hotel. That's because right. with an M. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that a great story? I great love that story. that story. Didn't see it coming. Wow. Are you, Hennessy, can you go in the my bedroom, please? That's a happy ending. All right. So then you start... This fucking sirens. Then you start doing... This is our life in New York on the other I know. And I'm sorry the air conditioner can't be on right now. Okay. Because we're recording. I thought maybe you just wanted to see me slide. No. All right. So then... That's the whole story. And then from there, that's stand-up. So then you start doing stand-up. Now, you know, I've been doing stand-up probably 10 years more than you. When did you start? 90 what? Uh, uh, Ariel was nine, so, uh, 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 92. 92. All right, so I'd started probably. Well, the first time I did it was in the early 80s, like 82. 
But then I, well, the first time I remember meeting you, certainly was at Caroline's, but then the first time I like actually had contact with you was in that cabal of Judy, Susie, and you. Right. And then when I was welcomed into that fold. No, me, Joy, Susie, and me. What did I say? Judy, Susie. Yes, and you. Joy, Susie, and you. Right. When I was welcomed into that fold, I, I have, I cannot tell you how much that meant to me. That was like huge. And at different points, all three of you have either helped me or at least given me direction. Right. I still, I mean, I just talked to Susie yesterday. She's very helpful to me. She's amazing. She's an amazing... We're talking about Susie Esmond. She's an amazing... I, I will still call her maybe once every yeah. day and just say, I don't know what to do now, and she'll tell. She'll just right. Say, she's amazing. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah I, I'm always like... I, should I, this is what I, I said to her yesterday. I go, should I get my real estate license? What are you talking What are you... All right, so... Yeah, but I called you with that. I know. Do you know what Judy would say? Do you want to wear pantyhose every single day? <laughs> do you want to Do you want to have two weeks off a year? Yeah. Then shut the fuck up and write a joke. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard, though. It's like, you know, I'm so busy. And then I'm like, oh, God, here we go. It's just so much of here we go again. I just want to be wealthy. I want to be wealthy enough so I don't have to worry about it. I mean, I'd still worry about work, but I wouldn't worry to the point that I worry. You know? I think people don't realize that it doesn't matter how much, you know, how many things are on there. If it's, it, there's never a point where it's like, okay, you're on base. You can't safe. relax there's no ever. Base. There's no safe. Right. So, I except for Susie. Susie and she will be icon with that uh, right, and she she will be the first to say I am the luckiest person in the world. Yeah, Um, I didn't say that. I think for Joy too. I mean, she Joy is a precipice where you're going to eventually get to, and they're like, you're safe. Right. You know, Caroline. I always thought that. Caroline makes jokes. She goes, she goes. I just think that there should be a number where you do like so many sit ups and it stays. Right. (laughs) Right. That's a funny joke. Yeah. Um, she probably doesn't remember. Now, <laughs> you, um, you can take it. I read something and they said you're a quote that said you're the funniest female comic working today. Gee, that was Peter LaSalle. Yeah, but it's like, how does it like I Such a hate when people comedy. call me a female comic? Oh. I think, yeah, that definitely is. When you look at it that way, it's a slam. I, it was just one of those things where I think the guy that was doing the website called him for, emailed him for that quote. No, no, I'm just saying, ha, do you have any pushback inside when it's like, well, she's a female comic. She's a fe- You know, I listen, I know where you're coming from with this, but I will say, I think anybody, especially anybody who is female knows, we have to be... Twice as funny. Right. So if someone says we're the funniest female comic, the female comics know that means we're really fucking funny. Right. Does that make right. sense? Yes, I, it does. I just fucking can't stand it. I am so sick of it. I'm just so sick of, you know, this generalization. I don't know. It, it, I, I, you can't look at me and not be, at, at least admit that being a woman in some ways is, is to our advantage in this business. You know, forever. Seriously, all, I had to be really funny, and I there's no I could never show any weakness. I could never. Bother. Well, we also like I believe when we began, when we from our generation, you couldn't be sexy and you couldn't be, you know. Now you can be hot and talk about porn and anal and and stuff like that. I um, love that. I wish they'd talk more about that. Well, I love porn. I think the I think porn is 
one of the major topics of most of the new generation of comics. Yeah, which is sad. Right. But we used to have to write. Yeah. There's a few good ones out there. No, there's you know, I don't know you guys. I, you know, I, listen, I'm all for I, any any time more women, you know, are making it, it's good for us. There's no question. But it does seem like now it's not only do you have to be funny, but you have to be thin. And I don't want well, and young. And young now. That, I, yes. You know, I feel like that's a paradigm that just keeps coming back and then drops. People are saying, do you think there's more funny women now? I said, I think there's more thinner women now. <laughs> So, your approach to the stand up, you, uh, you know, as I hear your life story and I see that you were an executive, basically, you were a head of a, you seem to be very, you, I think you use that in your business. You know, you do, it is a business to you. You get the business side of it. Don't you think? I need to be reminded. I mean, my husband's constantly, you know, scraping me off the floor saying it's not personal, which, I mean, is the worst thing you can possibly say to someone. Right. It's not personal. They didn't want me. It's well, because like it's, wanna... well, I, the reason why you think it's personal is because these are your jokes and your stories and your... Right. But it isn't. It's that they're fucking assholes, you know? Right. Or, my, you know, they already have, you know, they, they already have the five girls that they're going to use. Whatever right. it is, it's, it's never... Right. Um, I try to, Judy, I try to look at it as a business. It's very hard. It's and the really hard. the things that make me the happiest and the things that have done the most for me have been when I've been original and when I've been completely creative. Mm. Right. When you don't give a shit what anyone you thinks. I said, I think in so many ways, your career is, your, your profile is so much bigger because you have never bowed to what the crowd wants. Whereas I look at the crowd. Remember we talked about this? Oh, yeah. We talked about this at Gotham. I yes. say who wants, you know, what do they want? You say you're going to get this, and right. I have a very different. And I think that that's why you know Jim Norton is 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 the star that he is, and and certainly Lisa Lampanelli. Right. You know, they, nobody ever bent to to what the crowd wanted. Right. You know, I that from that perspective, I am the corporate comic. I'm like, right. oh, okay, so everyone in here is you know is over forty, and they don't want me to. So let me pull out my over forty. Yeah. Okay. That's a good method, too. It means that I'm a middle-class working comic. That's what it means. And Lucian taught me that from the comic strip. Right. I mean, for, for eight months, he'd made me do the Friday night 1150 spot. Right. Which was like, you know, every, I mean, you know what that is. It's people who read The Chief. Right. <laughs> now, you have a young son, Rufus. Rufus is, is 12. Um, and you're remarried. Remarried, luckily. And that is a... You know, that's another one. That's another one where I had to go to Susie. And I said, I met this guy. He's a lawyer. I Ken. Don't know. You know. Kenneth. Kenneth. Uh, where did you meet him? let him see your act. <laughs> she <laughs> did? <laughs> where, where did and you meet him? don't tell him you have kids. Where did you meet him? She's a good wingman. I broke both of her laws immediately. Right. Uh, I, met him, I, I met him at a bar on the Upper West Side. It was totally like, a fluke. And did he start talking to you? He Kind of. Kind of. We were playing this game where it's like everybody had to talk to somebody that they didn't know for five minutes. Was it like a dating thing? No. My friend Robert, I think you met him once. Robert, 
he was a writer. Robert was hitting on the bartender, so he, we, we went in as a group, and he goes, okay, right. everybody needs to go talk to someone for five minutes. Uh -huh. They didn't know. Leave me alone for five minutes. So and I wanted to get out of there. It was like right. a meat market type bar. Right. So I just, I went and I talked to this very nerdy looking guy. Turns out Ken was with that guy. Oh. And he was... It's working. always the friend, isn't it? And, and Ken brought the drinks, and he goes, where are you going? I said, my five minutes are up. I just, <laughs> I just talked to the most boring man for five minutes. And he said, well, my five minutes just started. Ah, that's so nice. Ooh. So, uh, and you did date some comics and other just, performers. Just one, one was only needed. Wait, what about um? Uh, oh, but that, or, was, that was a bartender, right? Yeah, but he wanted to be a perform uh, an actor. He was a bartender. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> A very nice one. A very nice Bad luck, though. Nicest guy you'll ever, ever meet. Right. He yeah. did alternate sites parking for me. Oh, my God. That's my love. Daughter. Right. He what? He would pick up my daughter. He did from school? Yes. He Hi. picked. He was, <laughs> he, was, All right. he was very good to me. Now, uh, how long have you been married to Kenneth? Uh, it is going to be... 15 years. Mm -hmm. Is it 15? 14. 14 years. And how is that marriage? The, uh, it knock wood. It's the. You're only supposed to do it once. Go. Really? I don't know. That's what someone told me. Go ahead. I'm really lucky. I, I you know, I, you I know. mean, he's a great guy. He's the greatest guy. Rufus is adorable. And now you're a grandmother. It can make me complacent, though. I gotta really like, you know, I, if you're if you don't have service, if you don't have, you know, if you don't have pain in your life, it's very hard to be funny. So I have to constantly, you know, create creative in general. I well, I think you're good at that. Yeah, I am. Now, um, I burn every bridge. Except no, you don't. Some. You sound like a... Like, who have you burned? I am always banned from one comedy club. Uh, what club are you banned from? Right now, I'm banned from uh, uh, Caroline's. Why? I think I had a... I, I don't remember exactly, but I think I upset Linda. Linda who? Smith. Oh, Why? Because when Andy left, Andy teaches Andy, Andy Engel, comedy. Yeah, teaches comedy. comedy yeah. school, and I, he asked me if I would take over for Linda, and I uh, didn't know there was all this, you know, uh, I didn't know there was all this history, and I said, yeah, I'll take over, and you know, Andy Andy took his business to comics, which is no longer, but he, yeah, and now he's at Gotham, right? Yeah. So you're teaching. I teach, yes. Me and Karen teach. Yes, Karen Burgrain, a lovely, lovely woman. And uh, you're now you do a lot. Uh, this is I find fascinating that you were uh, the headlining act on a ship just last week. But you didn't you work for uh, what is it? The Norwegian Jam? Like, like, aren't you a regular person on like? Well, I did three. Okay, three Norwegians this year. And how is that? Because I've only done gay cruises, and I think that I would have to. Like, I, I don't, and nothing to the listeners who are straight, but on a ship with only straight people, like, I don't, when I'm on a gay cruise and we, we go to port and I see everyone else getting off their ships, it's like, who do I want to die with? I'd rather die with the gays. Of course. Well, you've been through war together. Right. I can't die with the straight fucking say something, people. I, when the streets I, would love you on the ship, though. No. Back when you started Absolutely. doing gay cruises, I did, too. Right. And I, they were great, and I loved mm. them, and they were terrific. Mm. But the problem was, was the more I got, you know, enmeshed in this marriage and the kids, I stopped really having appropriate material right. for the gay cruises. 
Like, I, you, know, I, 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 you know, I get up and I'm talking about my teenage daughter and my son. I talk about my kids. I know, but I, I think I do it from a, from a, almost like a straight hetero. I think yeah. you're second-guessing yourself too much. I'm not second-guessing my, myself. My little... Okay, little you, you uh, we're older than you. Go. This is, the, you know, not, again... What, no, but here's the thing. It's like... Uh, how do you do that? How do you stay on the ship? Well, you're straight. First so of all, it's like, it took me forever to figure it out. Like I, I, I was too dirty for, for, for a straight cruise for so long. And then I finally realized you just tell half the joke. Ah, <laughs> you know how like you tell a joke and the end is a little bit dirty. Right. You just don't finish the joke. That's so funny. And how long do you have to do for that? I have to do a lot of material. I you do? do. I for well, well for jobs. Norwegian it's like a fifteen minute welcome aboard. It's a forty five minute clean, not PG thirteen PG show, and then you might do it. You do a late night adult, and believe me, that late night that late night adult is what I would do for say a country club. It's not. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And do you feel like you're prostituting yourself? Um. Do you get a nice room? I I do. All right, that's I get good. A nice room now. Yeah. All right, that's good. I, I, All right, it's fine. I, and then you get a vacation with the kids. The way that I look at it is, we always need a we always need a day job. Like I don't know if this is no, no, I, no. I agree with you. There yeah. are certain gigs you do just for the money. Yes. Yeah, so if I, you know, the way I try to do is like I try to do eight a year, and I take my family on two of them. Okay, that's nice. And I, you know, eight a year. Eight. That's eight weeks. That's awesome. Eight weeks. Does Rufus miss you when you leave? Yeah, but you know, I, I, you know, my sister who is gay, my sister will take <gasps> him. Ding, 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 ding. Go ahead. My sister who, you know, she, she really is very close to Rufus, so she'll take him for the weekend. So like Kenny has. A Where place does she home. live? She lives in Williamsburg, and right. she has a place in uh, Woodstock. I'm trying to find somebody for her. Oh. Find me at all attractive. Go online and tell me. That Wait, you know, how old is she? She's 37. That's no, not 40. 47. Oh, that's a little bit. Yeah, 47. She's 47. And what does she do? Cop? No, she's an academic. (laughs) She's got a great life. She runs a big department at the new school. And she's got this great house in Woodstock. She's an amazing apartment. Oh, I know someone who might be good for her. Good. Wait, but what age group does she want? She wants, I think she wants somebody, like, it can't be older than me. Forget. Okay, so um, older than fifty-five. Yes. Um, you're not fifty-five. Fifty-three. Yeah, me too. All right. Fifty-five is my cutoff. I'd say right now, but in five years it'll be sixty. So. How old are you? Thirty-two. Oh, what about her? Him. He's married. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Hamda, an Israeli. That's crazy. Yes. Have you been to Israel before? Have you been to uh, Have you been to Israel? Not yet. Not yet. But oh, you're gonna to. love it. I can't. I love Israel. I always wanted to. Israel, they have good food, but Israel is it now? You also. Ari Lieberman's doing my Christmas Eve show. Oh, I love him. Where's your Christmas Eve show? I ask you every year. Austin and Philly. Yeah. I know, but I'm at Caroline's. Again? You took it again? Yeah, but maybe... Well, all right, we'll talk. Anyway, so... I'm going to be in New York if you want me to uh, on the show. Oh, but he's good. We're good. Because I think I'm doing uh, the Gotham. Because, uh, yes, uh, because on uh, Christmas Eve, who has the comedy shows? The Jews. Now, this is complicated year because it's also Hanukkah. Oh, my goodness. First night of... Uh, Christmas Eve is also first night of Hanukkah. 
Now, um... She's nodding like what I didn't know. Shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yes, so everything's late because the, the Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah is in October. Right, but the problem will be anybody with kids might, or grandchildren, might not go Christmas Eve. I would try to do a Christmas Eve slash Christmas Day weekend. That's what I think I'm doing. Yeah, because I think Christmas Day they'll come out. Okay, now, final... Uh, thoughts here at the how long have we been i mean i could continue on for another three hours i know okay so uh we need to discuss at this point in the show things that really piss you off something that fucking makes your blood boil where you fucking want to fucking smash someone's head against the wall I hate that people contact me whenever a high-profile female, uh, female-based movie comes on and they want my opinion, or fe- you know, female. Oh yes, 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 yes. I, I hate that. Like it's the first time it's ever happened. Right. You like know, so, I, give me an example. Oh, like you know, the, certainly when Trainwreck came out, people wanted to interview me. Like you know, is, are things changing for women? Oh, I can't. I can't fucking take that. I'm like I started, Roseanne was a huge freaking right, star. Right, like, right, right. You know, I mean, I started because of I, I'm a comic because of Lucille Ball. Right. You know, so that that always annoys me to no end. What else pisses me off? That's a good answer. I'm very. I like that. that's a good one. I'm very annoyed that Cheese has so many points. It seems to me there's <laughs> the benefits, there's protein, there's, there's you know, there's... Yes, there's you're very Weight Watchers. You're, you're very, very good into your Weight Watchers. No carbs and cheese. I just don't think... Uh, I love cheese. Cheese that have some... But why do you fucking think that people in France get to drink red wine, eat cheese and smoke cigarettes, and they live? They have I, no preservatives in their food. That, I think she's right about that in my own... He! <laughs> so sorry. Okay. I think he's right about that. I think he's right about that. And I also think... He's right when he's. It, it's about the stuff that's in the water, and I think I think that's why we're all sick here. You don't think there's a, there's a conspiracy? Every single boy of my son's generation has something. They, I mean, your your son's. I'm so glad, but every single boy I know has some. They have some, you know, ADD, uh, you know, dyslexia, uh, sensory integration. Right, disorder, right, right. A lot. Uh, yes. It's all boys, and it's and I think it's because there's so much hormones in the freaking food. I I, don't, I never let them have the hormones, and he's six five. And he's 15. I didn't, you know, I didn't eat. I know. You know, that you go out to dinner, you eat it, you know, once in a while, you eat a chirping chicken. Oh, my God. How much do you love chirping chicken? I love it. Okay. Um, Anything else that really pisses you off? It really pisses me off. Um, This aging process. Oh, it sucks. Now, do you think you'll get cosmetic? Uh, I shouldn't, do you think, do I think I will get it more frequently? I, get, I do it as often as I can afford it. You do? Constantly. What do you get? I get the, I get the Botox, I get the Restylane, I get... You do? I'm doing this new, it's called the RF facial, you gotta do this. What is it? This is radio frequency <laughs> facials. I've heard of that. Yeah, and? Do that before you do any cutting. Trust me. Well, I haven't. I don't think I'm gonna do anything. I mean, I feel, but I always, I want to. Don't you think I need a little... Like I, right here. Well, then that's easy, Judy. That's just a little bit. She's pointing to you her to her marionette skin. lines. If you wanted yeah. to take, fill, it's just a tiny bit marionette lines. Line. You do, they fill it in just a little bit. I did it two years ago, and it's still holding. I'm gonna need a neck lift if uh, genetics means anything. Well, I feel like I just saw myself on this Amazon. I also short think everything's thing. corrupt. 
Like I think right. every, I think the subway in New York City, two seventy-five a person, thousands of people constantly going through these turnstiles. I think there's plenty of money there. Oh, they have a surplus. I they have a surplus. Why do they keep needing to raise? And they fucking, first of all, they keep us waiting. Fuck them. I okay. Think, I think that the tolls at this at these price. I mean, we've already paid for these. Places. Do you know it's? I was a toll collector on the New Jersey Turnpike. Okay. Yeah. That's Between my freshman and sophomore years. I want to do a web series about that. Okay. And yes. oh, and there was just an article about sexual harassment. I was totally sexually harassed, but of course I didn't know because I was 19 years old. So I'm, I'm a toll collector, uh, and it was $1. It's 12 fucking dollars to get into Manhattan. Let's talk there. about that for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, was it, you know, I know that back in our day, we didn't, you know, if someone harassed us, as long as it wasn't penetration, we didn't feel like there was Right, right, right. But I do think we had fucking backbones. Well, I remember, yes. changed. There were times during, yes, there were times during my toll collection days where uh, no one would be in anyone else's lane and then I'd have like 12 truckers because they were on the CB radio going chicken lane nine, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and they'd be like, hey, baby. And I, I was like, okay, you know. Yeah, they're there for a second and gone. Right, and they're gone. So, you know. It just feel like this, this generation that's come after us is such delicate flowers. I remember one time I got called by a, whole, uh, a couple of female comics that were having problems with a booker at a particular comedy club. And I said, and I said well, what exactly are they doing? And Initials. They're out Initials. Uh, uh, Stand Up New York. Okay. Uh, this is a while back. And, I, and they were telling me not that CH. how they being... No, not CH. Okay. No. <laughs> Kurt Hoffman. Go ahead. Um, and they were telling, and I said, I don't understand. So he, this guy's saying lewd thing. Why don't you just give it back to him? You're a comic. Right. And like, what are you talking? I said, so, someone tells you that they want to go to bed with you. Say, great. Can't wait. I want an eight o'clock on Saturday night. I want an eight and a 10 on Saturday night. Right. But make, they make the freaking joke. Show them you have a backbone. Right. And I, that's always the way as a comic. That's why I, well, we, we know how to give it right back to them. Yeah. I give it right back to, to guys like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There is a there. I, I agree with you. There is a definitely this um, delicate flower thing is is. But yeah. also the backbones have been growing stronger as well. People are speaking out for themselves more when before they didn't feel like they were able to. So it's like a weird balance, you know. We're kind of transitioning our paradigm as females. You've said paradigm twice now. Are we? Is this going to be a two parter? Because then you've said it in episode one and episode two. Oh well, now we're paradigm. Thank you. You know what it is? I just, I feel like this, it's like a deer in the headlights thing. And uh, it just keeps feeding into this whole litigious world that we live in. Well, it is, we are overly sensitive I now. Mean, and it is, get you cannot. Here and, you know, don't necessarily have to make it a one person show. Right. right. I feel like uh, I have told people off many times. I do feel like. We are overly politically correct, and, and the danger of that is that people don't say what they think, mm-hmm. and their prejudice is hidden in some fucking fake language that we've come up with. And I think pe- people's lives are getting destroyed. I'm I know. not saying if somebody, you know, if somebody commits you know, a horrific crime, they should not you know, be ruined for life or whatever. Right. But there are situations right now that are happening more and more right. where I, I'm just worried. I have son. You have, a, you have two you sons. You have son? I have a son. You have two sons. You have son? I'm worried about You have son? You know what? But I, I bet that you're raising your sons not to be sexual predators. Like a lot. Oh, well. 
people have. I actually, I'm tr- I hope he is. I well, hope you, uh, he, I mean, I've wanted them to be sexual. <laughs> right. But you want to know where they are. We've been raising boys to pursue <laughs> girls and to chase them and to like lose their, you know, oh yeah, you got that girl. Well, one's masculine. Like yeah. But at the same time, we've been raising their sisters to hide things, to not talk about anything, right. to not, to turn men down, you know? So there has been, I'm going to say the third time, this fucked up paradigm where men are allowed Bing. to be boys. Paradigm. Uh, and, and, you know, say these what, What's with the way. paradigm? You just decided that word? Well, that the third time was just for you. Yeah, you know what, Hennessy? I hear what you're saying, but I can't tell you how many times I turn on the TV and my son is exposed to yet another shot of, you know, uh, uh, of, you know, Katy Perry, you know, begging. There's so much sexually overt, come, come, come towards me, come get me, come get me, and, and, and really kind of, you know, uh, it, the message is mixed. The message is mixed on a constant basis. Definitely. But we are having more of a discussion on it now. We are talking about it more now, whereas before we couldn't talk about it. Right. So I think there's going to be a lot of mixed messages at first. I I feel like... Just like when the case... I do feel like there are... People are way overly sensitive. I do believe there's sexual harassment. I do believe there's such an entitlement with men. But I believe that we can call them out on it. You know what I mean? Right, Instead of like, can I go to human resources right now? Um, you know, it's just like, he's an asshole. He's yeah. an asshole. And don't do it. And don't act like a fucking asshole. But that's also the parent's job. Yeah. How about this? Listen to your freaking instincts. Yeah. Right. I mean, there are some really, there's some fucked up comics out there. And I knew to stay away from them. I read it loud and clear. Right. This is a crazy person. What I about the, the, the Anthony, the, you know, the whole rape thing? with the Amy Schumer writer. Well, that's where I was going. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. She has a few writers working for her that are really messed up, though. Well, he took it all back. He said he talked to the victim. He feels terrible, didn't mm, he? I, I, no, these guys, I know I thought people. Kurt Metzger uh, completely recanted and no. said he was so sorry. Sorry, yeah, he might have because he doesn't want to lose his job, but Kurt Metzger is a piece of shit, and he has harassed more than one of my female friends uh, numerous times, and he can go to hell. Maybe he's okay. just intimidated by me. These, they never hit on me. No one hits on me. Yeah, are you fucking you kidding guys, me? You guys are legends. Nobody who has any half a brain as a comic is going to give you grief. Do you want me to tell you the most embarrassing thing when I first heard about all this? I'm like, yeah. Aaron, uh, Aaron Glazer, he never booked me. <laughs> really? Yes, he never booked me. What's wrong with me? I just, I, I feel like, um... I do feel like this constant discussion of rape, you know, this whole thing is... is We keep making rape a joke, and we keep giggling about rape, and we keep, you know, and we keep doing, you know... But the the worst part is, when people say, especially with Bill Cosby, why didn't they come out... Have you fucking been raped? You don't fucking judge someone for not... You you don't know what it feels like to be raped unless you've been raped. And and you don't judge someone for what... And then I say, you know, I had a a driver once say, well, why didn't they come out in? And I said, well, why don't these fucking kids who've been molested by priests, why do they come out when they're 35? People like you say shit like that. 
That's why. God you damn it. You turn around and you call, you call these women the liars. Why didn't right. you do that? Why didn't you do this? Well, guess what? If I get raped, nothing I do afterward is going to be right, and everyone is going right. to argue with me. So but you're a rape point. victim. And that, like, and that, that asshole should not have gotten three months and you would for raping that woman. yourself, like, God, why didn't I get Now we're on the view, and you're talking to me. Right, I'm being Raven Simone. So. Okay, so, but the guy, the, whatever, the, the white guy who raped the woman, but, you know, and the judge gave him six months... And, and the woman has to live yes. with that. And she, they, he didn't even know the color of her eyes. Yes. That motherfucker. Thank, thank God those Swedish guys really? found yes. her. And it was, it was, I mean, otherwise I don't her, know. You know, she wrote, did you see what she wrote? I did. It was unbelievable. And her father, what he wrote. Yes. Her father. And, you know, it was, it was, yes. And fuck you. You don't, and I tell my kids all the time. Well, I tell Henry. No means no. You ask. I tell them, you ask, may I kiss you? Rufus is 12. He had a girlfriend, and he decided they weren't going to be girlfriend anymore. And I said, you need to call her right now, and you need to find out if she's okay. Because you want to still be friends. Right. Because I don't want to. And I sat there, and he was so mad at me. And I made him call, and I said, hi, it's Rufus. I just want to make sure you're okay. And it meant the world to her. And I know that he felt proud of himself afterwards. Right. go. That's what I mean. You are raising real men, okay? Not men that are raising yeah, you don't your dump. social standard. Yeah. I also suing women, and until you know, but want a lady in the in the streets, but a freak in the bed mentality. Thank you, thank you, Hennessy. Um, we have two sponsors that we like about to talk. Them. Well, first of all, I have to say that Mac Weldon. I don't know if you've heard of Macwell. And you have a husband and a son. Right. And I've gotten the products for my children. Uh, they have uh, the most unbelievable underwear, like that really apparently makes the balls and the whole package feel... Supported. Supported, but also airy and light and not sweaty. And uh, they have T-shirts. They have like, socks. I, I have a lot of their socks. You know what they have? Those socks where you can't see the sock. Oh, I got some of those socks too. Yeah, oh, they're they really good. Down, and it has a. They don't dip in because I hate those. You, no, it has a little thing on the on the uh, it, that sticks to your on edge on the edge. It's so good. They have a grip. They're really good. Because I have big feet and they. Hello, twelve and a half. No, perfect. I'm going to show them to you. Same with the boxers. You don't have to write it down. No, I just want to make sure Rufus is... I, I, oh, all right. And then if oh, you... Yeah. If the boxer you, briefs don't roll up either, which is a big issue. Okay. And if you uh, go on MacWeldon.com and, and what's... code kill me. And the code is kill me, like kill me now, <laughs> you get 20% off. I'm telling you, and their fabric has silver in it, real silver, so you don't, like, so when they sweat, it doesn't smell? Yeah, they have a line with that's uh, sewn with silver threads, and silver is like uh, an alloy, like a natural... Na natural, no, yeah, because you know how the fucking, you know, Rufus is going to start smelling, like, like really bad soon. Yeah, I, 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 I've been warned. <laughs> like, Ben was at, uh, in P-Town, him and his friend were in, they were staying downstairs in the bedroom. I, I'm telling you, it smelled... He... It's the Ben smell. It's bad. Why did he so, bring his Mac Weldon clothes? Um, oh, because he just threw shit in the bag. But anyway, he, uh, so the mat and their fabric is so beautiful that they never roll it. You know, it doesn't come in rolls. They keep it. Okay. It doesn't flat. wrinkle. It doesn't wrinkle. So MattWeldon.com, use the uh, code KILLME. You get 20% off. I'm telling you, 
I have to buy more socks. I'm telling you, the socks do not fucking move. The socks are awesome. You know, the little ped things. Uh, also, I mean, everybody's wearing fitness clothes now. You know, that's kind of the style. Oh, guess what else I got? Boxers that I sleep in. See? Like um, they have boxers that you can like you can get boxers. You're gonna forward it to me. I want to get I, I want to get all of this. All right, so mouse, mouse, this is stuff that you could wear during a workout and then wear after, and no one would know you just worked. All right, so MacWeldon.com. MacWeldon.com. Use code Kill Me. Okay, next. Sun Basket is this food program. You it's a food it. program. It is organic, like it's really healthy. You have a subscription, okay? You go to sunbasket.com right. slash gold. Really? Slash gold. Sunbasket.com slash gold. And they will send you three free meals. And in these meals, you can choose a breakfast and two dinners. Yeah, the breakfast looks dinner. really good. They have huevos rancheros. Yeah, I just got a, a salmon plate that uh, I'm in our cooking tonight. You know, my wife Handa just got um, diagnosed with cancer that she's going to be fighting soon. So I'm I really so sorry, wanted. Thank Hennessy. you. Thank you. But I really wanted to. You know, I've been planning on changing our diet and our diet to a more organic, healthy, you know, type of diet or whatever um, treatment she's going to be getting. You know, I want to. Yeah, you don't want the, like it's that. like you don't want the preservatives. You don't want. And this, th- these sponsors came along at the perfect time. Uh, Sun Basket, it, they they let you choose from paleo, non gluten. Yeah, it's really uh, good. Vegetarian options. It's all organic and all from your local. And the and the re- the choices are like excellent breakfast. Like you never want to make breakfast. Because you want your kid to have like a decent breakfast, but the huevos ranchero is really good. Oh, delicious. And if you don't have time, I mean, they send you the exact measurements you need for everything. Yeah. If you need an egg, they'll send you one organic egg. You right. Know, if you need like a teaspoon of cayenne, they'll send right. you the teaspoon of cayenne. It's really good. A bit of oil. Um, it's great. I love, I love the chia, uh, the chia morning pudding. I got yes. this morning. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that is delicious. And I'm really looking forward to being able to feed uh, Hemda and not have to worry about it because organic food and gluten-free food is so fucking expensive. I know. And so much of it ends up going to... If you go to Half Foods, it. you know, it's really, get it, Half Foods. Is that all <laughs> Uh, it's really expensive, but this stuff is awesome. Yeah, and it's and it will fit your diet. So go to sunbasket sunbasket.com slash gold G O L D and you get three free meals. Three free meals. And they're wow. friggin' awesome. It's so you can change your whole paradigm. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Oh god. <laughs> All right. Basket. Thank you. Thank you, Sunbasket. Um, so, Corey, um, I know you're on the phone. I'm just, uh, I'm just getting, uh, uh, yeah, I'm done. But we, um, she's typing out Mac Weldon in Sunbasket. Yeah, that's right, Mac um, Weldon in Sunbasket. So I just thank you. I got, I can't thank you thank enough you. for. Um, you know, you've been such a help. My, you know, so many times in my career. I re- it, we'll, we'll leave on this one sort of. Touching notes. Okay. I called Judy. I was on tour with Last Comic Standing, and I was seven months pregnant, and I'm hysterically crying. And I said, I can't. I don't know how you did this. I can't do this anymore. And she goes, What do you expect? You are going through the most female experience a human being can have with three guys on tour doing the most male-oriented job. She said, Give yourself a break and eat some cookie. <laughs> and it was, I cried so much afterwards because no, there was. No, how many other women comics could I call who'd done what we had done? Right. There was you were it, and I needed it so much. And I'll, to this day, I'll be so. Oh, uh, should we have cookies? 
<laughs> sure. Judy's How many great. points? She's good with that. I'm really, I'm indulging right now. You are? Yeah, they get, they, you know, periods of indulging. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for failure. You got to indulge. You need something to do. You got it. You can't just be. You well, can't that's just, the great thing about Weight Watchers is I can allow for cookies. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just means I'm not going to have the wine. <sighs> that's the problem. Yeah. The wine. Let's just do the wine. Okay. I'm opening a bottle right now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I can't thank Corey. Can- Will you come back? I, I, there's nothing left for us to talk about. Yes, there is. <laughs> I bet you guys could go on another I mean, we could go on about people in the stand-up world. Um, but your life is fascinating. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't know. A you lot. should be doing... Sorry, I hate when people do that. I hate when people do your shows. I would love to see you. I would love to see you in storytelling shows. Thank you. I've been yeah, trying. you're really I've, good at the storytelling. I've, I've been trying to, you know, I've been. And we're gonna do. We're gonna work on your one-person show. I would love oh for you to direct it. Yes. I will be in the front row. You will. But I have to direct mine first. I know. I have two directions. Okay. Look, we just need a week. Okay. That, that that's what you when you stop saying that. Two weeks. No, we don't put a time on it, okay? I need time, you know. See, I, know. I wouldn't even expect you to direct. I would expect you to take a look at it. I will. Make your notes, and then you could recommend. You could even recommend a director, and then come in at the very end. That's what you I'm don't saying. even. I wouldn't, because I know how valuable your time is. Oh God! But you know, I have lulls, and I'm in one right now. <laughs> good honor. Let's get All right, on. listen, Corey, Katie. Where can people? Where can people find you? Uh, you can uh, get my uh, CD on iTunes. What's uh, it called? Corey Kahaney TV Clean. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then the other ones on my website. Uh, actually, CoreyKahaney.com. And what about? Are you on Tweetar? Uh, yeah, I am. Co- at Corey Cajonis. I hate it. I don't. Cajonis. I know it's so. At Corey Cajonis. Yeah, I know it's a I'm lot a of work. Facebook person. Oh, okay. So Corey Cajonis. Big time Facebook person. All right. All right. Get her on Facebook. Follow. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Pleasure. And uh, as always, so long. Um, the next one we're talking about your mother. <laughs> Thank you.